Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to the Todd Feinberg Show on the free Odyssey app. Download and like WTIC and follow Todd Feinberg today. Follow me where? Where am I going? 860-522-9842. So that was Brett Weinstein. A bunch of people have asked me to play it again. So I will because it sinks in better, I think, if you get multiple shots at it. And I just think um, he's such a beautiful speaker and thinker. And it's, it's just great to listen to. So here we go. Not thinking evolutionarily, even as evolution. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong place. Right here. Posiwid. Posiwid. Yeah. Purpose of system is what it does. Right. It's an acronym. Right. What it means is I don't care what that object claims to be doing. I don't even care what the people who built the object think it does. The purpose of the object is what it does. And the reason that this is so important is evolutionary which is that sometimes even a system that is architected well for a particular purpose if you build the right characteristics into it will evolve into something else and nobody changes the label on it. They assume it does what it always did. So my point is going to be the purpose of our public health system mm -hmm. is apparently to override doctors and inflict dangerous treatments on people that are profitable. He's saying this, <laughs> that last part, the purpose of our public health system, because of the POSIWIT, uh, um, an acronym, because of that definition of a class. Listen again. Posiwid. Posiwid. Yeah. Purpose of system is what it does. Right. It's All right. That, that's his theory of systems that you don't talk about them for what people say a system does. It is what it does. And therefore, if that's his observation on what the CDC is all about. My point is going to be the purpose of our public health system mm -hmm. is apparently to override doctors and inflict dangerous treatments on people that are profitable. I don't know why that's the case or how anybody allowed it to become the case, but it is demonstrably the case. I don't think this was a failure of our system. 
This was the success of an undeclared system that overrode the system we're supposed to have that's supposed to protect the public health. So I was excited when he said this because he's talking about government as a facade, which I've been talking about a lot recently, that we don't actually have those democratic systems anymore. Our elected representatives no longer represent us. The government is now the uh, in a force controlled by big bureaucracies, the permanent government, the deep state, the the people who spend their lives in government and the the elected officials come and go and they are the illusion of of what people call democracy but that's not what's going on at all and that's why everybody's so frustrated because there's no cause and effect we can't actually band together as citizens and change public policy and that's why that's why it's frustrating Let's go to Mark Christopher, BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. See how those roads are on a Monday that should be mellow, but maybe isn't. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. Oh, guess what? It's time for the rant line. Forgot to mention that. And we take calls, of course. Mix them in with the rants. So... You are welcome to call in 860-522-9842. And the rant line number, 751-4698. Let's talk to Tim before we roll the rants. Hello there, Tim. Yes, sir, Tim. Hi, Todd. Uh, about the um, the uh, election, um, the uh, government uh, corruption, Mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, you're aware, uh, recently Jacqueline uh, Breger, I think her name is, just testified in Arizona about the Sonoa cartel having donated or uh, bribed uh, the government down there um, and testifying how deep the drug cartel is in the government down there mm-hmm. um and throughout throughout america i don't know if you heard that or not i didn't No, this is in arizona is that what you said yeah it was uh i i wish i could remember it was uh, a recent testimony uh in the legislature uh in arizona well what's the uh point you want to make about it uh, i just thought that was interesting um throughout america uh, so the drug cartels are influencing government throughout America. Where's yeah, well, it's it? it's unavoidable, you know, because you have the pressure of all that money and the and the economic activity it's trying to generate. So right, you, you can't have those things sitting right next to each other. The loot on this side of the border and the violent uh, criminals on the other side of the border, they're going to find a way across, and so is their money. It's, it is a right. fascinating thing, though, and I'm glad you pointed out because it does show that, especially when you look at the fentanyl crisis, you know, obviously that's where the drugs are coming from. And right. we, we perpetuate it by keeping the war on drugs going. Right. Anything and else you want to tell us where, about? Where did, that's where... That's where the mules are coming from that are stuffing the ballot boxes, too. Um, and the, uh, yep. the, uh, 
the uh, uh, safe houses where uh, the mules are originating from. Mm-hmm. It's fascinating stuff, and it's not pretty, Tim. Thank you for that. And Yes, there were a few there. Kim, hello there. Okay, uh, some words for the public as they are after our grills and stuff. Okay, this is what the public should know that you can throw at your lawmaker. And since about 1970, sulfur oxide emissions in the United States down 94%. Nitrogen oxides down 70%. Are these the primary byproducts, the natural gas? Of any of this stuff, any industry. Lead down 86%, mercury down 88%, and ozone, which is a predominant one, is 40, 14 plus 39. So I think that indicates that we do a damn good job in the United States. Of uh, correcting when problems correcting arise? Correcting stuff to the, to the extent that you can. And you can't eliminate all of it. But we've done a hell of a job with innovation and, uh, you know, there are standards in this country, unlike other countries. So if a lawmaker is trying to throw at you uh, the asthma rates, the this rates, and that, you can't get to zero. But look at this progress mm-hmm. over the last 50 years. It's, it's tremendous. Well, but they would say, yeah, that's exactly why we've got to take this little study and turn it into public policy that eliminates the burning of natural gas inside the home. Well, they would bring us back to the Stone Age. You can't, realistically, you can't get to zero. I mean, the fact that we got it down this far is, is they've got to learn to see the glass half full. Yes, but Kim, it's the children. We've got to protect the children. Oh, the children, the children. Um, now, out of the, this list, probably what we most see in our state is ozone. Uh, there, sulfur, nitrogen, both have natural cycles. You will not get rid of it in the air. Doesn't matter uh, what you do. The other big thing is that they're talking allergies. That has to do with text, textile fibers. Um, and where would those be coming from? Uh, any industry that produces um, the stuff, things like animal dander, uh, tree litter, plant litter, uh, grass rhizomes and seeds like that, these are n- normal particulates in the air. I love it. All right, thank you for that, Kim. I love knowledge. Isn't it a beautiful thing how much there is to know? There's just so much to know. I love people calling in and spewing words like that. Words. So many of them. Hey, Todd. The news just said that they spent six million dollars on the on the fuel for for the people for free. They dumped six million dollars into the system to raise the prices on the rest of us who pay for our own fuel. Now, do you think those people had their temperature on sixty eight or seventy two? Goodbye. <laughs> I believe he is talking about the uh, the fund there. You know, the charity fund to help people. Isn't it fascinating that they've run out of money to help people with their um, with their home heating costs and and they're cutting back on the amount right right and this has been a mild winter oh this compassionate big government is something hi Todd hey so if a person's brain it doesn't come to full maturity until it's twenty six mm-hmm. why do they let kids 
salt at what is it, 18? Or is the drinking age and the drinking age 21? Why don't they boost that all up to 26? Huh? And then maybe they'll know better. Later. <laughs> I think that's why they want to keep lowering it so more people vote for Democrats. You know what I found out? You know what the biggest cause of heart disease is in this country? Uh, eating? Is it eating? Heart disease. Yeah, must be eating. Which is the leading killer right now. It's not smoking anymore. It's no. heart disease. It's caused by obesity. Wait, it's heart disease? Is that what you said? Heart disease? It's caused by obesity. Yeah. Why isn't anybody attacking obesity? I think they do. They Why aren't we dealing with it? Well, how do we deal with it if people eat a lot of fattening foods and get fat? Or, alternatively, or in combination, if they are genetically predisposed to gain weight. If, if I have a lot of accidents in my car, my insurance for my car goes up. Yep. If you're obese, your insurance should go up because you're a bigger risk than I am. You know, why should I pay for your problem? Because you deny it and you don't fix it and you don't work on it. See, I weigh 150 pounds and I'm 74 years old. I have no BMI that's terrible. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. Why are these people getting away and I have to pay insurance for them? Because it's not their fault. It's nobody's fault what they do wrong. Because they're fat. Yeah, don't say that. You know, it's not right. That's mean. Don't, don't be mean. This is crazy. Well, it is crazy, yes. 860-522-9842. George Ian Vernon. I was thinking about you this morning, George, but I can't remember why. How are you doing? Good. Very What's good. going on? I was listening to that rant from that woman every time. Hi, Todd. Bye, Todd. If I was her husband or her uh, uh, partner, Hi, I would Todd. not put up with that. That's it. She's that doing, very, she's doing shtick, she's George. Very annoying. Yeah, she's trying to be annoying. I think that's the deal. As a matter of fact, I think it's in response to me because I told her I liked how she was doing it. It's kind of like she created a brand. Later, yeah, she says at the end, later, that's her calling card. Yeah, very uh, condescending or... No, no, it's very, not. Uh, it's not. She's just being cute. Now, I was being cute. I, personally, I hate for her husband or uh, partner <laughs> to put up with that. No, Glad not, Gladys is very, she's very nice, George. Take my word for it. It's just, right. it's just a routine she does. All right, very good. I would okay. put up with it. I, I don't blame you. Annoying. I don't blame you. Don't put up with anything you don't like. Hi, Todd. It's been illegal to boil a lobster alive in the United States since 1999. There is a federal law saying you can't boil a lobster? What are we, crazy? Since 1999, that's, that, that would be the point at which America jumped the shark then. You can kill the lobster by either freezing it or plunging a knife <laughs> into its back. I prefer the former. <laughs> See, this is what I this is what I don't get. We were talking about this on Friday, 
uh, during the order up hour from five to six when we talk about food. And and uh, somebody said you can't. You're not allowed to uh, put put a. You're not allowed to plunge a lobster into boiling water. That's hateful. Apparently, it's hateful to plunge it into boiling water and you cause it to suffer. But you can kill the lobster by either freezing it or plunging a knife. It's not hateful to plunge a knife into the lobster or to freeze it. It doesn't mind that. But don't boil it. You can kill the lobster by either freezing it or plunging a knife into its back. I prefer the former. Oh, I don't know. I think the knife would be a lot more fun. Like if you were inviting people over to kill some lobsters and cook them up and eat them. Don't you think the... Don't you think the knife would be the way to go? Hey, Todd. A uh, couple things. You you have a caller, Don, from East Hartford, I think. Yeah, Don's terrific. Um, this guy is just out of control. He's just kind of a dangling. Everything he says <laughs> is, is anti. No, no, not everything. He goes back and forth. He's balanced, and he admits when uh, something is not the way he might want it to be. Um, conservative or anti-Republican. It, 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 his last point on Friday, I listened to Friday's show. It, it, it was silly. It didn't. It was out of touch. It was irrelevant. He just calls to um, just make a silly anti-Republican point. All right, that's that, I'm done with him. Okay, good, because because uh, I, you know, I there may be little parts of him that are that way, but there's also other parts of him. So I would encourage you to explore further with Don. What's the other point? Also, on, on your radio broadcast, it was uh, uh, something about a hate day, mm. anti-Jewish hate day. And I never heard about it. I don't think anybody heard about it, but it was broadcast on the news. For, on, on the news. So now it's publicized to tell us not to go, not to uh, acknowledge it. We could acknowledge it because we didn't know about it. No, this is, um, if, if it's the same story about a week ago, yeah, last Monday, I believe, there was a, um, I saw the lead story on Good Morning America was about a nation in fear or something like that. And it perked me up because I thought, well, there's nothing the nation's in fear about except maybe just government destroying everything. And I listened to the story, and it turned out that it was based on a New York Times coverage of a synagogue. No, a couple of a couple of, of Jewish people leaving synagogue, or one leaving synagogue and one otherwise, who were killed by a single person. And then they coupled that small, horrible act in California. One guy killing two people happens every day in multiple cities around the country i think that was los angeles they coupled it but they were both jewish so it was a jewish hate crime and you know hate crimes are worth more money for the media than are just killing regular people without hating them doing it with love is different and uh they made that into a big story because the new york times had made it into a big story maybe that's the story you're talking about so yesterday, uh, Pete Buttigieg uh, finally got uh, called out to uh, show up in uh, East Palestine, Ohio, to. Uh... Oh, I, I forgot. To, I'm sorry. To, 
I forgot to mention that they, they coupled it with facts from the um, the Jewish hate crime hustle industry about how much hate crime is up against Jews this year. Now, it may be up according to the people who crunch the statistics, but the people who crunch the statistics on hate crime are... Jewish organizations, when it comes to Jews, and other organizations, when it comes to people of other races, who have a vested interest in creating some kind of frenzy, as does the media, because they get more clicks if they can get you scared. This is what bothers me about that stuff. So yesterday, uh, Pete Buttigieg uh, finally got uh, called out to uh, show up in uh, East Palestine, Ohio, to uh, survey the, uh, tr the train wreckage. Uh, after uh, after President Trump kind of forced their hand, uh, Trump being the last uh, actual president of the United States, uh, the actual real president of the United States. And uh, when, when Pete Buttigieg uh, appeared, they uh, dressed him up in a costume. They uh... Poor Pete Buttigieg. You just can't win if you're Pete. BPS Lawyers Traffic Center, Mark Christopher. Any cars on the road? What's going on? <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Don't stress. Listen to the podcast at WTIC.com or on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Storm coming. You ready? 860 The rant line number. 
751-4698. Dave in Brantford. Hi, Dave. Yeah, Todd. Uh, this is out of nowhere. I'm going to do it, and I'll try to be quick. Uh, I like nuclear fuel. At this point in time, it seems like the sweet spot option for electricity. Mm-hmm. And yet the, the free market people like you and I, and I dare say Lebo, the low government types, we have to account for the fact that no private person or entity is allowed to own the fuel. And so there's no accurate cost accounting for the uranium or the plutonium to run the plant. Mm-hmm. And also the risk that the plant presents to the public, because the federal government has limited the amount of liability that any, anyone would have to pay out for a, you know, a, a fallout a catastrophe. There's no way to cost account for that risk either. And I present this not because I'm against nuclear, but there's no really good, accurate way to account for the costs of these modern, uh, low-impact nuclear plants when the cost of the fuel and the cost of their own liability is completely controlled by government. And that is a hard thing for us to deal with. And that's my rant for the day. Very interesting. Thank you for that, Dave. It always is. Fred in Middletown. Hi, Fred. Hey, hey, uh, my understanding of the problem with nuclear is the waste. We can't deal with the waste we already have. But, it's a uh, different ball game with the newer plants, I believe. Well, okay. I mean, I, I kind of inferred that. So I have a poem. It's about 60 seconds. It's called... Go, uh, what go does for it. it. Yeah. Go, what does a communist want? A communist wants diversity, equity, inclusion, the door held open while he makes his intrusion... The communist wants peace, happiness, love. Say, is that an American eagle over there being eaten by a dove? A communist is to each according to need, from each according to ability. Go ahead, reconcile that with your newfound white fragility. A communist says, trust me, baby, you don't need a car. Where could you possibly want to go when you've already come so far? (laughs) A communist wants us all well-injected for the sake of herd immunity. So roll up your sleeve and say Mao if you want to be a part of this blessed community. And if not, don't hang around. When a communist comes to play, it tends to be the only game in town. Thank you. Wait, did you write this? Yes, I did. That's quite marvelous. Thank you. I'm a poetry writing machine. Um, Vinny Penn does this most amazing hickory dickory dock poetry, and he... Maybe he just showed me it's like, okay, anyone can do this. But whatever, I, I'm like spitting out poems. Well, you dove in thing. and did it. You even practiced it and timed it. I love it. Yeah. He uh, he indicated, you know, like uh, he said I'd stolen his uh, poetry thunder. And I, I said, you know, he was my prompt. And he's like, well, you have bested me, sir. But um, here's the thing. You got your facts. I got mine. There's liars, damnable liars and statistics. You know, you don't convince anyone but maybe an engineer with like facts and stuff. So make it rhyme. I have a saying, if it rhymes, it's probably true. <laughs> and then, yeah, give me a poem. That's the best action you're going to get with anyone, I believe. All yeah, right, well, well you're, thank you for the... Yeah. You're talking narrative over facts, and, and you've got a point. Yeah, there you go. And there, and there's a power of a narrative. Michael Knowles does a bit, the power of a narrative. All right, yeah. thank you for the airtime. Thank you, Fred. That was wonderful. Anytime you've got stuff like that, you've got the airtime. Let's check in with Mark Christopher, also deserving of his 20 seconds of fame in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center. You going to make it rhyme for us, Mark? Now, back to the Don Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. 
860-522-9842. Stephen Meriden, what's on your mind, Stephen? Uh, just countering what you guys were talking about. Uh, shalom is my just like my amen to Will. I worked for a Jewish caterer for 35 years and mm-hmm. one of the best employers I ever worked for. I don't know why people would hate them. I've done the Jewish community with the, all their bar mitzvahs and weddings and stuff like that. Well, good point. You know, and the other point was uh, how come all these people coming to Connecticut can't afford to live here and they need all this extra money to live here? And, you know, when I needed extra money, I worked two jobs. Actually, my catering job was my second job. Yeah, but that's kind of a hateful attitude, don't you think, Steve? Yeah, you know, like I say, I'm fairly well set off. I'm not, the, you know, rich in any, any uh, you know, I still pay taxes and stuff like that, but I hate to have people doing freebies on me, you know? Yes, understood. And the whole society seems to be getting turned over to the freebie culture, so it's an unfortunate thing. Steve, thank you for the phone call. Nice to hear from you. Joining us now, Carlos Robolo. He is a former prisoner who served time similar to um, Mike Leibowitz, 25 years or so, and also knew Mike and, and Brent McCall, who, who the two of them wrote a book together, and uh, Carlos got to know them. So it's, uh, it's interesting that Carlos is now out, and we get to talk to him as well. Hello there, Carlos. Hello, Taha. I'm glad, nice, glad nice to, to have you here. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be talking to you again on the radio. Yeah, so time. <laughs> you've been out of prison for uh, maybe four months now? Three months, yes. Going on four months next month, yes. And um, I, I thought it'd be fun to talk to you and, and uh, get your feelings about the experience, you know, like not just the politics of it, but before you get to the politics, what's it like on a personal level making the transition inside to outside well i'll tell you immediately i wanted to enroll at the university of new haven and as soon as i was presented with the kind of debt that i would incur, i started to second guess it a lot and i was very fortunate to have your advice and your counsel as well as others in terms of the decision i was going to make and i decided to actually follow through on it and i've been enrolled now and this is my first semester starting off, so it's been challenging. I've reached out to many people for help, especially the students. They've been amazing with guiding me and managing and understanding the technology that the assignments require me to um, navigate through. Mm-hmm. So, yes, the challenges have been real, but I've, I've had a lot of support, so I'm fortunate. How about just um, based on your expectations, Is because you went into prison when you were just a teenager, right? 15 years old, yes, and served 24 years. So, so how do you um, how do you feel about the adult world compared to what you might have expected? Were you nervous about coming out and and how it was going to be for you? No, I, I I prepared very well, Todd. And honestly, like I haven't been impressed much by anything. Nothing's really shocked me. But you know, the financial aspect of it, the technological aspect of it, have been very difficult to manage. Um, so that's mostly what's been, um, you know, presenting me with challenge more than anything. But You mean just you know, trying to figure out how you can move through the systems? Like, how do you pay for school? How do you uh, yeah. deal with the expenses of the things that you need to help you get your education? And and you're in a halfway house, so you're thinking about, um, about how you can make it on your own kind of issues, right? 
Yeah, so I have to start preparing for that. I'm going to be here for a minimum of two years. And, you know, I have to start planning ahead. And the environment, <laughs> the environment here, Todd, it's not the greatest. I mean, they have a turnover rate that's horrible. You have inmates going back to prison that are getting released here because they're running away or they're catching infractions, they're violating, you know, the staff. So this is a halfway house controlled by the prison, is that correct? It's controlled, it's it's privatized, but it's a part of the Department of Corrections. So it's a contract with a private provider through the the Department of Corrections. And and your your release is predicated on your spending a couple years here to transition, is that it? Yeah, because I still have 15 years left on parole, Mm -hmm. and... The law is now that I have to serve a minimum of two years compliance before I ask for the remainder to be terminated. Okay. So I'm looking to be here until 2025. Yeah. Wow. And and you're saying it's a hard environment because it's it's not stable. No, it's not stable at all. I mean, you have men that are coming out. They want to be out in the free world. The restrictions, the restrictions don't make any sense. One example I can give you is that they have this rule that you have to follow um, in terms of employment programming. But in my situation all kinds of opportunities are opening up. So I have to jump through hoops, you know, have somebody write a letter. The letter gets You have to get waivers to not be just taking a job. Is that what you mean? Yes, yes. So, for example, at the University of New Haven, they have an internship right now that's available. But that requires me to live on campus for 11 (laughs) weeks without Uh having to pay for it. But I can't be there because the halfway house requires me to be here under the idea that, that that's you the know, best place for you. That's it. They they like that. They know what's best, and I have to follow it. Know nothing. That's how it goes. But you know, I think that we can relate to the idea that when you get out of prison and you're in a halfway house and you're transitioning into uh, into the world, that that you be monitored seems reasonable. What doesn't seem reasonable is that there aren't people who have the authority to move you along. In, on the best track. So if you're doing well and you'd benefit from a program, it should take about two minutes to get that kind of approval signed off on. And the trouble with government bureaucracies is nobody really has any authority. So when you try to get something approved, you kind of get stuck in a black hole. Is that how it is? No, it absolutely is. And, and that's the thing with rules. There are no exceptions. They don't consider individual cases. They don't take account of the fact that you may be different and trying to pursue different goals than everybody else and that you see your vision clearer than others. I could give you a perfect example. House Representative Josh Elliott. Now, this is somebody who's involved in the top government in the state. Wanted to come here and just take me out for lunch. And they're like, no, you have to sign this. You have to sign that. Like, what are the chances that I'm going to go around committing crimes with a House representative? Well, but what a good experience for Representative Elliott to get to, <laughs> <laughs> to get to see what dealing with the government is like. And he's actually trying to help me out. Like, he's, he's you know, trying to create contacts for me, people I could get involved with, to raise awareness, change the system, right? whatever the case may be. But, you know, they're like, no, you can't. No, not even to have coffee. If you want to have coffee, you can go in this office and you can sit down. Like, it's, it's just ridiculous. Wow, that's fascinating. We're talking with Carlos Robolo. He is a newly released parolee, I guess is the right way to describe you, and living in a halfway house, 24 years in prison, having uh, been 
incarcerated from age 15. So it's, um, and he did overlap in, in prison with uh, Mike Leibowitz and, and uh, Brent McCall. And that creates a little uh, connectivity for us because they had a big impact on you, right? Getting to know Mike and, and Brent in prison. Oh, they had an enormous impact. And, you know, I want to say that the biggest impact they had was when they pulled me away from this idea that the programming in the Department of Corrections was really reforming me. And, you know, it was a wake-up call for me to realize that my first step in my rehabilitation was to go against the policies and practices of the very department that was entrusted with guiding me in my rehabilitation. So that, to me, is still a shocker. It's pretty amazing. When you think about your life experience, do you tend to um, do you feel confined in a way in the in the headspace that you're in, the way you view your life today, and does it feel like it's a an immovable object, or do you have a sense of huge opportunity and that you're going to make great change happen? No, I do. I absolutely do, and I stop trying to tie my success to this idea that, you know, I have to, you know, get a job. I have to, you know, get an education. My approach in general is that as long as I remain with the tenacity and the idea that no matter what I go through, no matter what my failures are, I have the capacity to cope and to deal with those basic challenges and regroup. And so that's how I see my life. But, you know, surprisingly, as much support as I'm receiving from my parole officer and from the halfway house, because of everything that I've been doing, there's, I still see them more as an impediment and as an obstacle than a supporter of the things that I'm trying to accomplish in life. And what are those? Do you have a specific sense of where you want to go? You, you came from a background, I assume you didn't have education and, and a strong home life growing up? No, no, absolutely not. The last grade I completed before I received the 45-year sentence was the fifth grade. I then went on to get my GED in prison, then an associate's degree in psychology, then became a student at Yale, then UNH. And, yeah, I just kept accomplishing things. You know that HBO did a documentary on my life. And so there's a lot of great things that I've been yeah, able to do. What's going on with that documentary? When do we get to see it? So they finished um, filming on December of last year. So they're still doing the um, pre-production process. So that's going to uh, be a while. Post-production, but, right? Um, yeah, post-production, sorry, post-production, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's got so uh, yeah. maybe uh, another year or so to go before it's released? Yeah, perhaps. I don't really know what the um, <laughs> process is, but I but imagine... You, but you got interviewed for it. Yes, yes, they filmed, they documented me, yes, up to my parole, my release, and yeah. So but, you're making a lot happen, Carlos, in a very short time. You didn't have much life, uh, you didn't have any adult life, until three months ago, outside of prison walls. What kind of sense do you have of your own potentials and possibilities? Where do, you, do you have a career path in mind for yourself? Yes, I want to be a journalist. That's what I'm going for, a bachelor's degree in multi-platform journalism. I'm working with some amazing people who have already had experience. Mm -hmm. And this is, this is what's blown my mind, though, Todd, that I've been doing these podcasts, I've been doing all these interviews, and looking for all these opportunities outside the university. And come to find out, they have a radio program, a podcast program. They have all these um, newspapers and magazines that I've been printing articles on. And, like, the university is full of potential opportunities for me, and I'm trying to take advantage of all of them. And I'm being welcomed and encouraged to do so. So 
you know, that for me is a great platform to um, take my career on. Yeah, that's an awesome thing. All right, anything else you want to tell us? No, I just want to, you know, tell the public that I'm just glad that you continue to support us, that you continue to give us a voice, and that it's important to always take account that the government doesn't have it right, and just because people are behind walls doesn't mean that they should be completely canceled out. Well, that is for sure, and that's why you're here. Carlos Robolo, thank you, sir. I appreciate you, Todd. Have a great day. We'll talk to you again soon. That's an amazing story, another one. Fascinating story. 860-522-9842 or call in a rant, 860-751-4698. Hello, Scott. This is Vladimir Putin. Call me Vlad. I have little job that Xi Jinping told me last night. Why do Germans love Americans? Why? Why? Because Americans are the most hated people in the world now. (laughs) (laughs) That's very good, Mr. Putin. Thank you so much for the call. We get the most amazing callers, don't we, on the rant line? 24 February 23. Todd. Have you ever, ever used the word constitutional republic? That's a phrase, I think, or a term. America is not a democracy. Please do not use the term democracy. Okay. America as founded from when we were founded to today, we are still a constitutional republic. Republic. Thank you, John. It's great to have you back. I'm glad you're feeling better. Let's talk to uh, Waterbury, Connecticut. Hello, Waterbury. Who's this? Hey, Todd. Steve from Waterbury. How hey, Steve. Hey, I wish Carlos well, but just one quick thing. When he asked what's the chances of him breaking the law when he's with a politician, I know so many politicians that break the law. <laughs> it's just... That would be a good question. I don't think yeah. uh, Car- I don't think Carlos has any intention to break any laws, though. Even if he no, goes sure. into politics, I'm sure he does. It just kind of struck me funny that you, know, you see so many politicians that do so, so many bad things. So it just kind of thought it was funny, ironic. Like, yeah. I know he, he, you know, what he meant, and he is probably in good company. I'm glad that they're giving him help. Well, thank you for that. Good to hear from you. Let's uh, try line one. Hi, who's this? Nope, we lost it. Too bad. Actually, we don't have time anyway, so let's just close it out for today. Thank you so much for being here. It was a great day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. Don't forget to tune in, and don't forget to call in a rant, 860-751-4698. If you want to talk to me directly, send me an email, todd at toddtalk.com, todd at toddtalk.com. If you want to send Mark Christopher an email, you can't. You just have to listen to Mark. He's in the BPS Lawyers Traffic Center, Mark. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.